Hello, everyone. We hope you're doing well. Welcome to another week of looking at God's Word together. We hope and pray that our ministry is blessing you in some way. If you have any questions or just need some prayer, please feel free to reach out to us through our website. We would be happy to help. As part of today's sharing, we will be looking at Proverbs chapter 18. We will be focusing in on a few verses that have to do with words. Words can be very helpful, and at the same time, words can be quite destructive. Words have an amazing power depending on what they are and where they are coming from and how they are received. God's word is eternal and abundant life. Satan's words are lies and destruction. And we are caught in the middle of both, and depending on whose word or words we choose to listen to, and obey is what will determine the source of our own words and what will come out of us. We'll look into this a little further ahead. But for right now, I'd like to ask you to take a moment to pray together with me for the unrest that Chile has been experiencing over the past few days. Please help us pray for peace for them, and that for the few people that choose to commit crimes, to just stop. It's a shame that some people take advantage of situations to carry out their own agendas, but that's what happens when we are guided by our own sinfulness, rather than by God's light and reason. People need Jesus. Everyone needs Jesus. Let's also pray for God's guidance as we look into His Word together so that His Word can become what we take in and share with others. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, I praise You and I worship You, O Lord. Hallowed and glorified and exalted be Your name because You are worthy to be praised and exalted. Lord, there is no one like You. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you please forgive my sins and my wrongs. I pray, Heavenly Father, now, in the name of Jesus, O Lord, for everything that is happening in Chile. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we, I pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ over there, as well as for the people that don't yet know you. Heavenly Father, I pray that everything may just be resolved in a in a peaceful kind of manner, Lord God, that there may not be any more violence, that there may not be any more people that, that lose their lives, Heavenly Father. Holy God, in the name of Jesus, I pray, O Lord, for your peace. I pray, Lord God, for your mercy. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you help people understand that violence is not the way to do things. I pray, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, now that you may please guide us to your word, to your Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father, help us to understand what we need to understand. Help us, O oh Lord, to not just listen, but to take in and to embrace your word, to make it a part of our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Today we'll be reading from Proverbs chapter 18, and this is what we read. A man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He rages against all wise judgment. A fool has no delight in understanding, but in expressing his own heart. When the wicked comes, contempt comes also, and with dishonor comes reproach. The words of a man's mouth are deep waters. The wellspring of wisdom is a flowing brook. It is not good to show partiality to the wicked, or to overthrow the righteous in judgment. A fool's lips enter into contention, and his mouth calls for blows. A fool's mouth is his destruction and his lips are the snare of his soul. The words of a talebearer are like tasty trifles, and they go down into the inmost body. He who is slothful in his work is brother to him 
who is a great destroyer. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. The rich man's wealth is his strong city and like a high wall in his own esteem. Before destruction the heart of a man is haughty and before honor is humility. He who answers a matter before he hears it, it is folly and shame to him. The spirit of a man will sustain him in sickness, but who can bear a broken spirit? The heart of the prudent acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge, and a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. The first one to plead his cause seems right, until his neighbor comes and examines him. Casting lots causes contentions to cease and keeps the mighty apart. A brother offended is harder to win than a strong city, and contentions are like the bars of a castle. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth, from the produce of his lips he shall be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. The poor man uses entreaties, but the rich answers roughly. A man who has friends must himself be friendly, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. As we had mentioned before, we are going to look at a few verses that have to do with words. Words define many things in our lives depending on where they come from, what they are, and what they mean to us, as well as how they affect others. We understand that God's Word is something amazing with an incredible and immeasurable power because His Word is more than just written material on paper. They are life and blessing. So, let's get started. We'll start with verse 2, which says, A fool has no delight in understanding but in expressing his own heart. We read here that a foolish person doesn't really look to learn from a higher source, from God, from where understanding comes from, but rather they focus on what they know, on their limited knowledge, and so they only look to express what is inside of them. If we want understanding, if we want to progress and attain greater things, then we need to let go of our limited knowledge. We many times need to unlearn what we have learned in order to make way for a greater form of knowledge. We can never know more than God, so we need to yield to His understanding, to His wisdom. Otherwise, we are clinging on to the very things that put us in not such a good place to begin with. Albert Einstein said, for instance, that something that's relevant to this point when he said, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we use when we created them. Pretty insightful, huh? Now, let's move ahead slightly to verse 4. The words of a man's mouth are deep waters. The wellspring of wisdom is a flowing brook. If we do take in God's word, then his word starts changing our thoughts, and we begin taking on his nature, his understanding, and ultimately his word starts emanating from within us. And when that happens, we become what he wants us to become, a fountain that can provide his help and understanding to others who need it. The Bible also says in John chapter 7, verse 38, He who believes in me, this is what Jesus said, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now we're going to see verse 6. A fool's lips enter into contention, and his mouth calls for blows. When a person is foolish, they will typically say things that will generally cause more problems than anything. Rather than being helpful, 
They will be destructive and hurtful with their words. And of course, when a person says things that are ultimately stupid and in a bad situation, the natural reactions of others is to feel negatively and probably to the point that if you could hit that person, you probably would. This goes beyond putting your foot in your mouth, put say. Now, verse 7 says, A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. This is the problem when someone is foolish, that their own words will be their downfall. So if we follow what we have read so far by understanding that if we turn to ourselves for our own answers, if we don't turn to God, then sooner or later, because of our own foolishness, we will bring about our own destruction. So let's think about this a bit, and we need to establish a biblical truth as we meditate on this. In the universe, there's only good and evil. That's the choice. There is no gray. When a person chooses to not follow God's ways, then they reject God's truth, then something else fills that vacuum, and that is evil. And that is why destruction sooner or later sets in. It's the natural consequence that occurs because of continuing to follow the dark path. God always tries to get us off the path to self-destruction, but if we don't listen, then that journey continues. And we always have to remember, God is not the one that loses. We are the ones that come out losing. That's why not turning to God is foolishness. We have everything to gain and nothing to lose when we turn to Him. Now let's continue with verse 8. The words of a talebearer are like tasty trifles and they go down into the inmost body. Who doesn't like gossip? I mean, that's what they're talking about here. And there's always someone that shows up with something juicy to talk about, if you will. It happens at work, at school, within the family, and so on. We need to be careful to what we pay attention to. And even though something may be right, it may certainly not be beneficial to know, and even less, to continue passing along, no matter how delightful and entertaining it may seem. This is an easy way to get in trouble and lose credibility at some time. Let's jump down to verse 13. He who answers a matter before he hears it, it is folly and shame to him. Many people tend to fall into this issue, and it shows two problems in general. The first one should be quite obvious, and that is that if you don't really listen attentively and understand what is being said, you will jump to conclusions too quickly and make mistakes. There is this very simple yet often forgotten advice, think before you speak. Most people just tend to speak and not listen. They don't allow themselves the time to even process the information they are receiving. The second problem is that most people are only waiting for their turn to talk as opposed to listening to what is being said. And that shows disrespect because you are showing that you really don't care about what is being said by the other person. And if you're waiting to talk, then all you're only thinking about is what you have to say rather than paying attention to what is being said by the other person. This is usually where the downfall of effective communication happens. That's how things usually wind up falling apart. We should just listen, process, meditate, and then we can say something after some effective thought process has taken place if anything really needs to be said, 
Because if we listen, sometimes you don't really need to say anything. You just need to listen. Now, let's jump to verse 20. A man's stomach will be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. What does this mean? If we read the word satisfied or satisfaction, then this means that the word of God is involved because that is the only thing that can truly satisfy a person. Think about this in terms of food. If you eat something that is just full of simple carbohydrates like refined sugar, that may give you a boost of energy and make you feel full for a little while, but the effects of that type of food will last a very short time. But if you eat other foods like proteins and complex carbohydrates that will fuel you for a much longer period of time and it will help build your body's essential components. So, sin is like candy. It will seem tasty and full of energy, but it will leave you wanting more very quickly. But God's Word will provide your soul the nutrition it needs for a long time. And so, that is why we must fill ourselves with God's Word so that it flows from us and through us so that we ultimately wind up being satisfied and filled and at the same time help others along the way. And finally, let's take a quick look at verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. This is a very powerful verse because it ultimately declares the true power of the tongue, the power of words, because that is what emanates from the tongue. And so the only thing that dictates what comes out of our mouths is what we put in ourselves. Luke chapter 6, verse 44 to 45 says this, For every tree is known by its own fruit. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from a bramble bush. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. So we need to be careful with what we use to fill ourselves up with. If we use the world and the things of the world to fill ourselves up, then that is what will come from us. And we know who the world belongs to ultimately, right? But if we fill ourselves with the Lord and His Word, then His wisdom, His words of life, will come from within us and fill us and others. I know that I may sound like a broken record, always repeating certain things over and over, but I cannot emphasize enough the importance of God's Word in our lives. We need to understand that if we are not filling our lives with God's Word, then something else is filling that void and that something else does not belong to God and if it doesn't belong to God then we're only going to wind up hurting ourselves and others in the process only God has life there is no life in anything else even though those other things may seem lively and full of energy Satan's work thrives on illusion and on lies and you can never build anything of value in your life with illusions and lies Jesus gave us this advice in Matthew chapter 7 where it says, Therefore whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. 
But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. The storms will come. There will be rain and flooding and winds sooner or later. And the only way we can get through those tough times is by taking in and embracing the Word of God. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, I thank you, O Lord, for your love and for your grace and for your mercy, for your instruction, for your Word, for your Holy Spirit that helps us understand your Word and gives us the ability to be able to apply it to our lives. Heavenly Father, help us to be careful with the words that we listen to and the sources that they come from. Heavenly Father, we know that not everything is the truth and that only truth comes from you. Heavenly Father, help us to know how to, how to first of all understand that your word is truth, that you are truth, and that we need to seek you out. We need to seek your word and we need to allow for your word to set in into our hearts and our minds, Lord God. Help us, O oh Lord, Heavenly Father, that your word may become a part of us and that, Lord, that we might be built through your word. Your word also says that faith only comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Heavenly Father, help us to understand that we need to get into your word so that, so that our faith can grow. Heavenly Father, again, help us to be careful with the words we listen to and the words that come out of us. Help us, O oh Lord, to be able to take in those things that are good for us and ultimately, Lord God, those things that help others. I pray for every person listening right now, Lord God. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you may continue working in their lives in a mighty way and that your word may become life in them and that they may know it for themselves. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Please join us again next time as we continue studying God's Word. As always, please feel free to write to us through our website if you would like more information or just need some prayer. Our web address again is thelatterrain.org. The Latter Rain Ministries is a self-supporting Christian ministry dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and His truth with the world. May God bless you.